If you don't want this baby to starve, then you'll help save Chuck at ChuckTV.com. Help us fill this bottle. So you want to figure out how to save Chuck, right? So go to ChuckTV.net for all the information. Help us out. Love you. You were about to enter Chuck versus the podcast, the place for people who love Chuck and the people who work on Chuck. The only show that takes you behind the scenes with the stars. Yvonne Strahovski. Zachary Levi. Joshua Gomez. Ryan McFarland. Adam Baldwin. Sarah Lancaster. Interactive interviews. Julia Ling. Phil Clemmer. All the cast. Dixon High. Tony Hale. Scott Krinsky. Mark Christopher Lawrence. Anita Figueresi. Fun hosts. This is Mel. This is Liz. Now you can see how wacko we are. The writers. Ali Adler. Scott Rosenbaum. Zev Barrow. The editors. Matt Barber. Jeff Granville. Kevin Mock. Contests. We are giving away a Chuck Prescott. The directors. Jason Enzo. Norman Buckley. The guest stars. Steve Austin. Kristen Griff. The music. This is Tim Jones. Guest hosts. I'm Kaylee from Toronto. Conventions. Lights come up and here comes Jester out on stage. Set visits. This is the guy right here. And much more. Are you ready? This is Gray. This is Mel. This is Liz. And we want to welcome you to Chuck versus the Podcast. And this is a special episode, episode number 50 for Saturday, April 10th, 2010. And it's our second episode for this week featuring Mel's report from WonderCon. Yay for WonderCon. <laughs> Boy, that was an experience. Um, you know, Liz and I have been to Comic-Con a couple of times now, and uh, it's... You know what, Liz? I, I think we maybe should have started with WonderCon because it's crazy, but it's smaller. Oh, so, smaller's good. Yeah. So that's my advice for someone, anybody who hasn't gone to WonderCon yet or to uh, Comic-Con yet. Um, you might start out with one of the smaller ones. WonderCon, WonderCon's a nice one. It's only like 45, 50,000 people versus Comic-Con, which is about 150,000, 160,000. Wow. So, yeah, it's... I was a little amused to find myself thinking, oh, this is so small. <laughs> but anyway, it's it was a lot of fun. Um, I was primarily there for Chuck, of course, but I was able to sit in on some other panels and um, interviewed some of the folks from Human Target, hmm. which was, yeah, that was interesting. And um, they, that was fun and interesting. But um, let's see. Oh, I bumped into Brent Spiner. And oh, John cool. Yeah, Data and Q came around the corner. We were walking through the exhibition oh, hall wow. and came around the corner and we're like, holy crap. <laughs> Data and Q, wow. I think they were there for an autograph signing. I didn't see them in, that they were doing a panel. So, wow. I'm like, hey, guys. Um, yeah, so uh, well, I guess I'll just kind of walk you through the day. Does that sound good? Yeah, sounds yeah. great to me. Okay. Well, Sunday was Chuck Day. And, um, we had, I had a press pass, which meant I got to go back to the press room and do interviews. So, um, you know, showed up and checked in with the, the, the guy from, uh, Warner Brothers, who's very nice and, and, uh, professional and made us feel comfortable. I was there with, uh, Angie from the Sarah Walker fangirls was also uh, attending her first time. And I know she was a little bit nervous, but I think he made her feel a little more comfortable, which is always good. So um, what when we go in for these press rooms, it is it's literally a room, and they have a bunch of round tables set up, 
and usually they'll have like five or six reporters sitting at a table and then the talent is brought around to you. So you're mm-hmm. not moving around. The talent's moving around. So, uh, so, you know, we all sat down and introducing ourselves and recognizing each other from various publications and blogs. And, uh, then a publicist came over and said, no, we want to consolidate you all to one table. And so then we were like 11 people, 12 people at one table. Oh no. Um, yeah, it was a little full. Um, and, uh, but we, we were smart. We maneuvered it so that the talent would be in front of the WonderCon backdrop mm-hmm. instead of the ugly empty tables. So oh, that's cool. Yeah. So we got some pretty good photos and video with the nice WonderCon and Comic-Con uh, logos in the background. Cool. We were kind of proud of ourselves for that. But, um, so, uh, we, first up, we had the trio of Zach, Josh, and Adam. They were having them come through together, which was, amusing um because then they could kind of play off each other mm-hmm. but also you know zach is so charismatic and he's such a cheerleader for the show yeah and of course he's the lead so most of the questions go to him he answered most of the questions um you know we didn't get to hear a lot from from josh and adam but there there are a couple of um pretty good moments there's a really sweet moment from um josh when he's talking about um the legacy of the show Mm. And having people come up to him and and not just say, hey, you're that guy from that show. But he says, you know, there's such joy on their faces. Oh, uh, you know, saying, oh, you're on Chuck. Um, and that's that was a really sweet moment. Um, and there's also a moment where Zach makes Adam blush, <laughs> which was was pretty funny. So yeah. we'll go ahead and, and go to that interview and, and let you see the guys talking about uh, Chuck and, and ribbing each other. Very cool. All right. Good morning. Good morning. I love everybody with the flips now, man. That's right. Just, every time you go to a con or some kind of junket technology, you can just see the advances in technology. Everyone's got a new gizmo. Except me. Except you. Oh, whatever. That's fine. <laughs> Don't hate on it. It still works, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if it ain't broke. There you go. There's a flip. Have you guys shot the season finale already? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we wrapped um, about two weeks ago. Right? Was it two weeks ago? Yeah. Yeah. Any cool action-packed stunts you got to do, like for the for the big finish? Well, um, <laughs> I'm not at liberty to say. They kind of tie our hands. Every script we, uh, every script, the first page says something to the effect of, "We really love you guys and keep your mouth shut." I mean, it's like we can't, you know. Okay. Which, by the, the way, works. So yeah. like seven pages of that. Yeah. The same thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hey, we, yeah, we oh, get the and they and they uh, we didn't even get the the last um, four or five pages of of the that last scripts. That was, that was, that was the first time that's ever happened. Like, <laughs> yeah. We didn't we didn't get the last pages because apparently there's a mole. There's a leak <laughs> somewhere in the world of Chuck, and uh, it kept getting leaked to people like Osiello, and so they were like, who we love, by the way, uh, you know, and he's given us a lot of love, as you guys have as well, and, um, but, you know, it's important, you can't, it, to me, it always boggles my mind that people would want to spoil that stuff anyway, it takes away from the whole experience of any show, especially a show that's so rooted in, like, certain mythologies and whatnot, it's like, why would you, it just kind of ruins it for everyone. It's like, you your presents before Christmas, you know, yeah. sort of like, yeah. you know? which is awesome. Bad example, bad example, bad example. So you're going to end next week, but now you had you that extra six episodes. What was it like kind of adding on to the storyline regarding out? I mean, I think it's more of a Josh and Chris. I mean, I'm, from an acting standpoint, um, I don't know. I mean, you 
you just you take it a week, you take it week by week anyway. They had to really kind of map out the arcs as they were going to be, and they had you know a thirteen and then a six, and it wasn't like a, a big a big nineteen. But in some ways, I kind of think it's it's cool in that way. It's it, it makes it different than a regular television season. Um, but I, yeah, I don't know. I, we got to do a lot of cool stuff in the last six episodes. I think that some of the fans were were are frustrated with you know how some of the relationship stuff went down between Chuck and Sarah, Chuck and Hannah, Sarah and Shaw. And I don't know. I, I, at the end of the day, it's just television. You know, it's like calm down. It's, it's all going to be okay. Although, although I also don't want to denigrate because I understand you know especially with a show like ours where the fans are and should feel so connected to it because they were such a part of saving us and us being back I can understand why they'd be like hey we fought like don't don't toy with us um, but I would just say we're not we're not toying with you we're just trying to make the best decisions we can with the orders as they came down and just stay with us and it's okay it's all going to work out I think in a way that everybody's going to be super stoked <laughs> I really like the emotional resonance when you finally revealed it seemed like you were so your acting was great the scene where you revealed to Morgan that you were a spy and you're tied back to back and that scene a lot of emotional resonance and I'm wondering if there's, is there going to be more of the, the YouTube buddying up and you know, more of the emotional best friendship moving forward yeah I mean the, you know one of the one, I, to me one of the things that I loved about finally you know uh, getting that to happen was now Morgan gets to be involved in this world if, the longer I have to lie to anybody the longer they're out of the loop and you can't incorporate them into the world and it's difficult you know I mean it's a it's it's difficult from a writing standpoint it's difficult from an acting standpoint I don't know how many times I can lie to my best friend and him still be my best friend. You know, we talked about that a lot. It's or or lie to my sister. You know, and they're intelligent characters too. So it's like, where have you been, Chuck? I was on an install. Okay, you know, like you don't want to do that too long. Um, and everybody gets that. So it's we get to come on. Yeah. Oh, 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 great. Great. Um, no, it was I, I, it was amazing. I was waiting since the pilot. <laughs> so, and then to have Zach directed, and we just had so much fun. It was such a big episode. It's an important episode. Um, so I was honored to have him. Helm. I, I looked that up. Helm. <laughs> um, and uh, it was great. And I got to I got to do more scenes with, with with the big guy. And that's just I mean he talked big about guy. You know, big guy. he talked about odd couple. You haven't, you haven't seen. Uh, <laughs> But, uh, but uh, no, I, 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 <laughs> yeah, I remain skeptical about that. We'll see where it goes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it blossoms. Yeah. Oh, it blossoms. Blooms. Oh, it blooms. It blooms. Well, I've got mixed feelings about Scott Bakula coming back because I love him. He's a great character, but it has the potential of turning Chuck's world upside down again. And that's what I, you know, I like Chuck now. I like, I like, I like the Chuck. The spy Chuck, Thank you know, you. the soup Chuck, but I'm afraid that uh, Stephen is going to do something because he never wants Chuck to be a spy. He yeah. never wanted to do this. Yeah. So I'm I'm fearful for the last six. Don't be fearful. Don't be fearful. Uh, he, this is I guess uh, if anything I because I, I think this could address a lot of the fears that people have about. Chara, if I can be so bold as to use that term, which I hate. Um, 
or anything with the show. Walker -towski. Yeah, it's Walker Walkertowski. Walkertowski. Yeah. How come I'm always? The, oh no, I guess in Chera I was the first part of that, and yeah. now Walkertowski. Okay, I see. Oh, I see. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, look, I, I think that I think that people. I, I, I'm, I'm stoked that people are as invested as they are in some of these elements of the show because that's awesome. That means that people care, you know? Um, but I think that everyone should know that in the, in the broad strokes of how everything comes together and the things that I think make up the show and that people love about the show, the writers do too. I don't think they want to do anything that the masses wouldn't want them to do. They're just—they're just—they're trying to make it as as compelling as possible along the way. If you just—if Morgan just knew out the gates in episode one, you've got nowhere to go. If Chuck and Sarah just got together in the beginning of the third season, I think you—you'd have nowhere to go. And one can make the argument: well, they've been—you know—strung out for two seasons. Like, isn't that the time to do it, uh, or whatever? But you got to build in these places. But 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 the the end result is one that I think is going to be fulfilling for everybody. But you got to stay. You got to stay with it. You got to stick with the journey. You know. And a lot of people are like, I'm done. I've been on the boards. Okay. <laughs> I've checked out the boards. And people just get so crazy. I'm like, I, you know, just patience is a virtue. I don't know. There are things I've been waiting for for six years on Lost that I still, but I still go. I still come back because how can you not with Locke? Come on, brother. <laughs> He can walk. He can't walk. He's dead. He's not dead. That's for you. It's a oh, fan pin. <laughs> a fan pin. It's the Dharma fan. Yeah. That's awesome. I'm wearing that now. <laughs> Adam. Adam fan pin on your uniform. <laughs> um, Casey and Sarah have gotten a lot closer this season. Are you going to see a Casey and Sarah hug? Come on. Please. Sort of on one of those sort of hair. No. <laughs> Off the record? Uh-huh. Sure. <laughs> yeah, probably not. Yeah, probably not. He's not a hugger. Not a hugger. I feel like they should hug. I hug others. Ah. You and Chuck hug? There is another. What about a Morgan? <laughs> yeah. Well, there's. We could call it an embrace. <laughs> an inadvertent embrace. Embrace, yes, sir. Yeah. But do you I still think have we should your just use air quotes for the rest of the interview. <laughs> yeah. Do you still have your man parts after that? I do, I do. Oh, he allowed me to keep it. I got to kiss him, so. I got to kiss his man parts. You always hug that's an entirely different show. Yeah, it's Many of us have been talking to you since the show started. How far do you think you've come in three years? As individuals or as characters? As a show. I'm a civilian. Yeah, you're a civilian. Yeah. We'll see how long. Um, man, I don't know. It's been a roller coaster. It's been amazing. We're still here. We're still we're at WonderCon again. Uh, if we get another season, we'll be at Comic-Con again. Uh, <laughs> Comic-Con's always so fun. WonderCon's been great, you know. Um, our fans are incredible. Um, the shows, you know, I don't know. We've never been, we've never been a juggernaut. Uh, we've never, we're always just kind of, you know, a wait-and-see show. But if you're going to be a wait-and-see show, it's great to be a wait-and-see show that you know people passionately care about and... 
as an actor, you just want to be a, you just want to be a part of something that that means something to other people. You know, even if that's five million people, if that's ten million people. Um, I don't know. I, Will it hold up over time? Yeah. Another, another yeah. But I think in you know however long we go, I think in years to come, we'll be one of those shows that had its little place in history, whether that was because fans bought Subway sandwiches to save it, <laughs> or because it was this, you know, incredibly unique thing that... We talked about that, you know, I think it's... It, when we were kids, there's those shows, and like, I just can't believe that one day, like you said, this is all said and done, and it could be 10 years from now, 15 years from now, whatever, you, some kid's gonna come up to you and be like, dude, I would like to, you know, he might be a man at that point, but <laughs> yeah. I, I, you were, you're Chuck, you were, I watched you every day, or every Monday, yeah. Yeah. and you were what I wanted to be, and you were, you know, and, uh, and that's pretty cool, that, I think that, there's, there's that, you know, I mean, if it wasn't, you know, it's like the A-Team, or whatever, or just little oh, yeah. guy, or, or like, even know. like obscure movies, like, that I remember as a kid that were, that meant everything, like The Last Starfighter, like, Sure. Uh, you know, like I, who didn't? But I wanted to be Alex. I wanted to go and find an arcade game. I thought somehow... I, I thought I could do it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Give me that machine. I can get there. I can, I can get there, it. man. I can prove it. Um, and have a robot version of myself that stayed on the home world. Um, I, yeah, I don't know. I, it's th this has been such an incredible experience in so many ways, and 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 I think that maybe you know, in some ways, I think if we were a huge, huge hit, it, it wouldn't be the same experience. It, It'd be awesome, <laughs> but it wouldn't be it wouldn't be the same grassroots, very tied with your fans. Well, maybe it would be. I, I don't. Know. There's I, something about you know. I guess it's the underdog story that yeah. maybe appeals also to. Yeah. So we, you know, and I and I told I, I told these guys yesterday, but I was. Um, it's also just, it's amazing how I um I don't know, I don't know if this is, I don't know what it's like to be on another show. I don't know what it's like you know, being giant juggernaut shows. I don't know if it's the same thing. But when someone comes up and recognizes myself, Zach Adams, there's always this sort of this a lot of joy. It's just really like it's it's different than just like oh, that's a somebody I recognize on TV or a movie star or something like that. It's just sort of like I have fathers come up and go, I get to talk about your show with my kids. I get to watch a show with my kids. I get to do it. It's, that part I think has really been sort of the coolest thing for me over these three years. Just how much families enjoy it and, and, and enjoy it together. I mean, from 70 to 17, whatever, you know what I mean? It's just like, I'm like, seven. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Seven? Really? You never my niece does. She's seven. Yeah. She loves it. Yeah. She wrote you a love letter, but I forgot to bring it. Sorry. <laughs> I was uh, what to expect uh, for uh, Casey uh, in the last six episodes of this season. He's going to continue his struggle to figure out whether he enjoys remaining a civilian or not. She's odds. shaking her head. We are Please don't. <laughs> odds, odds are. Is there odds any? Are involved. Sarah Walker. There might actually. There might actually be blackmail involved. Is there any implication that he would enjoy being a civilian? Uh, <laughs> he's pretty good in a big mic suit, does he not? How do you think this show has affected you? How do you think this show affected your career in you? I'm sorry. How do you think this show, the past few years, has affected your career in you? I just always appreciate the steady work. I, I think, uh, especially when you have a, a group of people that love coming to the show and serving the show like we have. Uh, the cast and crew is, is dedicated, hard working, long hours, and uh, 
you know, perhaps it's further entrenched my niche as the funny thug. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, everybody. Thank you. All right. I think I'm a Jack and Kate. I'm a Jack and Kate. I mean, yeah. It's the, They're the original. They are the original. Yeah. And, and they should really have been that in season one. Thanks, Adam. I Thank you. And we're back. So after we talked to the guys and uh, got got some, some fun stuff from them, we had Chris Fedak come over. Cool. And Josh Schwartz was there, but he wasn't in our room. Um, I think they were like tag teaming. Mm. So Josh was talking to like the E News and and people like that, and Chris was over talking with um with the print reporters. Mm-hmm. So uh so yeah so we had uh, Chris Fedak come over, and we got a chance to talk to him a little bit about the season and um some of the some of the developments of the season and how it's worked for them, and. Uh, yeah, he, he gave us some, some interesting answers. So we'll go ahead and hear what he has to say. I don't I don't mean to disparage your cliffhangers. Maybe I'm just a bad <laughs> viewer, but I have a feeling Sarah's going to be okay in tomorrow night's episode. Well, yeah. well first off, if you guys haven't been told, we're actually going to run that episode here today. Yeah. But for, for my readers that might read this on Monday morning, like, am I on the right path here? Let me, let me say it this way. Sarah will be alive at the beginning of the episode. <laughs> but I, I have to, I have, there's a good chance she might not be alive at the end. I love your t-shirt. That's awesome. That's fantastic. No, but we have... Really, this episode that's going to, that's going to run today is an amazing... I'm going to use this term we overuse on the show. Game-changing episode of Chuck. Everything is on the table. It is huge. Momentous things are about to happen in the show. And they will happen in two hours. But I also thought when I saw the reveal that she... Spoiler, right? Um, Caleb Brandon Ralph's character's... Um, His wife. Sean. 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 Yeah. Uh, that there's probably a perfectly good explanation for that kind of there's not, well, in truth, I think what we find in the world of spies is there's not always a perfectly good tied up in a little bow reason for everything. The most important thing is that she found herself in that position so many years ago, not knowing what she was about to do, and it happened. But um, uh, there are not always answers for everything. But um, uh, they will be discussed tonight. So obviously, you've dealt with a lot of fan. I don't want to say backlash; it's very strong. But there was a lot of you know, upset viewers. Um, do you feel almost like too much responsibility? Do you feel like fans for this show kind of dictate a lot of what you're trying to do or do you feel like they're being patient now that you kind of reminded them that things will work out in time well I think I, I, I think there's two things one is, is that the, um, most of the season was actually completed by the time we um, uh, went to air so um, uh, so the fan response for us is always important we actually I probably read too much every post I, I read um, uh, so anonymous when you're out there you are hurting me so many anonymous but um, uh, but no, I, I, I do read everything. And it's certainly something that we consider, and it's you know because our, our our fans are quite wonderful, and they're so important to the show coming back this season. I would say that any any Chuck fans worth four fans of any other show, you know, they're really an incredible lot. Um, I think that from my perspective, especially looking at the first thirteen episodes of the season, for us the season was when we were looking at it, it was like very much could be the last season of the show. We only had thirteen episodes, and that the most important thing was not, not the most important thing, but at the heart of the show was the Chuck Sarah relationship. So we designed the season for thirteen episodes to deal with that 
that that that um, relationship and to take it to a resolution. And to and and so when I'm, uh, I think that if you think about the season from 19 episodes, you know, which were added on at the end. Um, um, we had already built this first 13, so we so the next six are going to be different. You know, it's less focused on the Sarah Chuck relationship. It's more about you know the kind of the, the, the spy side of the show, the, the family side of the show, and with Scott back in his return, the Chuck dad relationship, the Bartowski family relationship. So there's a lot of things going on, but I think that from for, so for us that we were we were designing this whole thing, but once you're in the middle of it, it's kind of like I can see how you're, there's a lot of anxiety, you know, and. Um, uh, and, uh, but here, you know, we're going to a very emotional place. Can I ask, is the, um, is the series, the season finale written as an open-ended, is it cliffhanger, not knowing yet if you're going to be picked up for next season, was it written more as a season or series finale? You know, I, I, I always, I think, my, my feeling in regard to even if you know, we come back or don't come back is that I like, instead of epilogues, I like prologues. And so there's a, there's a prologue component to our um, uh, season finale this year, episode 19. And um, I always get excited by that. So, um, uh, so there's definitely that kind of part of the show. I don't think I would ever you know, just simply kind of like turn off the lights and it's like, what a, you know, what, what a great way to end a story. No, it's like, I want to know what's going to happen next. I want to know what I'm supposed to get excited about. I want Commissioner Gordon on the roof talking about the, you know, there's another guy, the Joker. I need to check into that Batman. Wonderful. I'm so excited going forward. Claude Rains and Humphrey Bogart walking off into the, into the nest. You know, what, what are they doing? Yeah, it's, like, it's, a fun, it's fun for me. So you guys would never consider doing like, if, let's say the show got canceled, doing like maybe like an, an Animal House style where you just have one sentence of what happened to everybody, just so we know. I'm one of those people that I have to know what happened. You have I can't, to know what I can't happened. not know. I have to know what happened. Just tell me one sentence. It was just one sentence. Everyone one lived sentence. happily ever after. Yeah. Morgan Casey, went to construction Casey, in Orlando. Casey, for, uh, you know, gone and lived happily ever after. Casey's still you know somewhere yeah. in South Vietnam. Just, yeah. You would never consider you just leave it. You know, I would, I, the, the thing, the thing, first off, I wouldn't consider that as my first choice okay. of action. We did last season go into it. We were took a chance we were not going to come back for season three. And we still put to be continued at the end of the end. Uh, uh, which, uh, uh, which is crazy. But um, uh, for, for me... Um, I was not my first inclination to do like those little titles at the end. However, I love Animal House. I love any John Landis movie. I can see how it could be like a reference to that. Maybe I would be kind of open to it. I would be kind of open to it. I know like the last two minutes of like last season's uh, you know finale. It's probably got more YouTube hits than, I, than, I, than I, it knows what to do with. I mean, that, yeah, like the, the Chuck, you know, I, I know Kung Fu thing. I mean, it's like in the millions of hits out there. I've like, you know, I, I found it online, and it's like it's amazing. So it's almost like you, you know, you almost set it up like the fans are demanding that it come back. We've had high, you know, we have set high expectations. You know, we am uh, um, for all, for for, all, for our season finales. I think if, if you if you do manage to watch episode thirteen today, you'll even see that here in the. This episode, which was designed as a season finale, that we leave nothing on the table. We will mess with our show. We will change things. We will explode the idea of the show. Nothing is. Nobody is safe, and nothing is off the table. Nothing is off limits. Um, going into the episode 19, we kind of knew that. So now we had, we had one season finale. We were like really happy about. You know, congratulations, high five, and then then we see like six more episodes. So now we have to kind of go like, oh, what are we going to do? Do we tell more stories? So we told more stories, and then we had to come up with an even bigger. You know, crazier. You know, season finale. And we've kind of done it. And, you know, and, you know, we're, I'm, uh, I'm in the midst of we're in the midst of ed- editing it now. So, um, uh, 
It's crazy. Well, I guess, you know, that's one thing I posted to Zach. I said, um, you know, with, with Stephen Bartaski coming back, I said, I was fearful as a fan. I'm, I'm scared. Because Stephen has a habit of turning his world upside down. He does. And I like the check right now. I, I like status quo. But... I know. It's like the, there is, like, you know, if, if there's a point in the 19... You know, there's been a point in television where you could do the same show over and over again each week. And I think one of, for us, the great challenge, and what's so exciting about the show is actually being able to change the show, but still have it be the Chuck show. And, like, it's not all of a sudden about Jack Bauer. Like, Chuck doesn't become super spy who does, you know, super dangerous things every week and is a dangerous guy. It's still Chuck Bauer, Bartowski, a regular person. But it is definitely, when Stephen J. Bartowski comes back into the show, it's a huge thing for the show, and things never, never the same when he leaves. And so there will be epic emotional changes to the show. The season finale is filled with that. It's it's really a. Um, I've only, we've only just completed the first hour of it, um, and it's um, uh, it's it's emotionally, you know, you know action-wise, everything is everything is on the table. We 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 leave nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, I'm sorry, I shouldn't say that. We it's not we leave nothing, but we leave you know, right. we, 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 we we let it all go. This is it. All right. Yeah. So yeah, it's always good to uh, get a chance to talk to one of the showrunners since they tend, especially Chris, since he's the one who's there day to day, and is, I think the more hands-on of the two. Um, and of course, he wrote this last episode that we saw, Chuck versus the other guy. Yeah. And we were just about to see that when we were talking to him. So I kind of wish we'd had a chance to talk to him afterwards, <laughs> so so we could you know get maybe a little more insight into the actual writing of that episode, but. Um, it's always a treat to get a, talk, a chance to talk to him and any other guys. Yeah. Oh, he's a great guy. I had a great uh, uh, lunchtime with him in, in L.A. He, of course, treated me to lunch, as, as most of the people there did. <laughs> uh, but it was really, really cool. I was just going to say, it sounds like you, you had so much fun over there. And one of these days, maybe, maybe I'll get to sit in on one of those, even just a panel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're gonna make it happen, Liz. Uh, yeah. I know the schedules have not meshed previously. I've not been sorry, but I, you know, because I've had some good stuff. But boy, I sure miss seeing some seeing me some Chuck. Yeah. yeah. So after the official um, interviews with us were over, they went over to um, the to the 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 big media outlets like E News and some others that I didn't recognize uh, to to do some on camera interviews. And so I was um, watching that unfold and uh, got a couple of uh, cool pictures of the guys being interviewed together. They really do get along so well. Mm-hmm. They, they're clearly having a good time. So then it was time for uh, Zach and Josh to suit up for the <laughs> E-News interview. And there's this gag that Zach started with E for the Save One Show poll where he said that uh, he would do anything to get a fourth season, including having Joshua Gomez's baby. Uh huh. So they decided to run with that and and have him for their E News segment wearing the pregnancy, the fake belly, and and the <laughs> shirt that says Josh's baby, and it has an arrow pointing down, you know, his belly, and <laughs> Josh there with the shirt saying "Proud Papa," <laughs> and they even oh, had like goodness. a doll and a bottle, which they and a stroller, which Adam was carrying around. Uh huh. <laughs> parts on it and uh, yeah they I, i'm not sure i didn't see the actual interview but i got some video of them suiting up and that was that was pretty funny and then adam was standing there too and and videoing with his phone um 
that was and, and cracking up. He, he was finding it quite amusing. Hmm. These guys were doing so. That was that was a funny little um, added extra. Most of the other reporters had left at that point, so um, it was. I was there just to uh, catch up with someone else and, and happened to be in the right place at the right time. So that was fun. So we'll go ahead and show you some of that video so you can just kind of get a feel for how crazy these guys are. Carrying pretty low, it's gonna be a boy. <laughs> okay, so. I love that they gave you like the beat. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's awesome. It's kind of pointing past the baby. <laughs> to the baby. Apparently, Josh's baby is, is, is uh, something else. And guess what, San Francisco? Our baby's a Dodger fan. Boo that baby. Snap. I'm still this fat and we've already had a child. With another child? Am I getting double mic? Yeah, you are. Are you sure all of these wires are good for the child? Our child is going to come out with wires and a controller. Whose idea was this gag? I think I may have just said off the cuff that I'd have Josh. What are you doing? What do you mean? Oh! Would you get that one for me, love? Drop another one. I'm sorry, I think we need to do like you need to like like kind of like. Wait, the baby messes it up. Yeah, Josh's baby. Yeah, that shouldn't be here yet. No, the bottle's good. That's the first one. This is the practice. Aww. One look over here, guys. Let me confirm. No, now you can't read the shirts. You gotta read the shirts. I can't believe I'm doing this in front of Adam. Why are you? So maternal. Oh my god. Honey, honey, they're all. I don't really know what face to make. Sorry, Chuck. It's currently glowing. I think you're supposed to be glowing. Really? On my knees. I talk this whole thing. And we're back. Yeah, those guys. Not so. <laughs> yeah. But they did take the time to do a couple of shout outs to, for us um, about the campaign, the Chuck Declassified campaign. And, oh, and, great. Uh, yeah. And, and uh, be sure to stop by ChuckTV.net to find out more about what you can do. Um, since we're kind of collecting the different ways that you can support the show uh, for a fourth season. So they, they did a couple of shout outs for us. And, and um, 
I, you know what? I did bring a prop this mm-hmm. week, and the prop, <laughs> the prop is my right hand, uh-huh. which Adam Baldwin shook. Ah. <laughs> I just wanted to. But you're not so, washing anymore? Well, I did. <laughs> yeah, I just thought I'd point that out. Yeah. Um, but that's my prop for this week. Cool. But, but yeah, they were, they were really, um, nice and, and happy to do it. And Zach and Josh, of course, went off on a riff because I was laughing so hard from their initial, um, little sound bite that I, uh-huh. I didn't have time to say thanks and, you know, turn off the video. Uh-huh. And, and so they, they just kept going and it just got funnier and funnier. And so <laughs> I just, I couldn't stop laughing. And so they just kept going. But <laughs> so I, I think that just about wraps up the press part of WonderCon. Um, after that, we were able to go in and um, see the human target panel, mm-hmm. which was um, pretty interesting. Uh, if you haven't watched that show, it's on Fox and it's under the same, it's from the same production company as Chuck is. Oh, cool. So I, yeah, I didn't even realize that until I was looking for something else later and oh, huh, go figure. So, and of course they're both produced by uh, Warner Brothers. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, and they were showing the uh, season finale. They showed the season finale of Human Target. At really? Which, yeah. You didn't tell me that. Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, I think we yeah. woke up. It's this. really yeah. There's a lot of <laughs> there's a, a whole lot of backstory for Christopher Chance's character in this uh-huh. episode. And oh just, my a, gosh! A lot of how the the group came together, and I don't know. It was it's interesting. It's um, I'm just gonna go ahead and say um, game changer, and everybody can just take a drink, even though it's not about Chuck. Mm-hmm. And um, but it was yeah, it was an, it's a good episode. I think it airs next Wednesday. I believe is the season finale. But check your local listings for that. Um, so after that, Eric from IGN came out. He was the moderator for the Chuck panel mm-hmm. and said, you know, we've got a big surprise for you. Instead of just doing um, a preview or a clips package, we're going to show you the whole episode 13. Wow. So yay, big cheers. And so we settled in and, and watched Chuck versus the other guy with, you know, and we, we said this, didn't we, from Comic-Con? Oh, wait, Liz wasn't in there. Um, yeah, yeah, we, we, yeah, there, there's just nothing like watching a Chuck episode or event with 2000 or 6,000 at Comic-Con other Chuck fans, Mm -hmm. just unreal. It's indescribable. So I think that was really, I, I was really very, very privileged to get a chance to do that. Um, that just is another plug to say, anytime you get the opportunity, you should take one. Take it and, and do it. Assemble your own enormous group of, of friends to watch an episode of Check Sometime. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, I have I 2,000 people that. with me all the time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's sure. Just, I know. It's your posse. <laughs> I imagine that would have been really yeah. fun to be in on with all the the, uh, rea- the crowd reaction. Uh-huh. And, you know, gosh. Mm-hmm. That's great. That's so, great. So, so, so tell me, what got the biggest laughs and what got the biggest... Ooh, well, um, Chuck saying at the very beginning before the, the credits saying, um, canceling the tank, <laughs> that got a pretty large laugh. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, Casey asking for a suit. Mm. The black one. Yep. <laughs> that got a chuckle. Not a chuckle. I mean, when it's that many people, it's not a chuckle. Um, let's see. Jeff and Lester inviting Casey to join their crew. That got a big laugh. Um, the, the, the Yoda line was, 
a, a laugh, cheer, hurrah thing. Uh-huh. Hybrid. <laughs> that was, yeah. That was pretty good. Um, Sarah saying, you're still my Chuck. Uh. That got a huge awe. <laughs> and then some cheers, you know, because and then the yes, yes, yes. And so that got a lot of cheers. Um, something that was interesting was when they were coming out on stage, you know, Adam Baldwin is, is um, a huge at, at these conventions. Mm-hmm. Right. Because of, I mean, everything he's done in his career. But this time, I think Joshua Morgan got more applause and cheers. Really? Adam Baldwin. Yeah. Really? Yeah, that would not surprise me. And he was, uh, he was blushing about it too. <laughs> and Zach was kind of ribbing him about yeah. it before they, you know, turned their attention to answering questions. So, hmm. Yeah. That wouldn't surprise me because, like I said, I think this has been Morgan's season. Mm-hmm. And it was coming off such a strong Morgan episode, right? Mm-hmm. Too. So yeah, yeah, he got he got a tremendous amount of applause, which was gratifying. Good for Josh. Yeah, he wasn't he he didn't look quite sure how to take that, but <laughs> he loosened up pretty quickly. And soon they were talking about uh, flatulence and oh, spastic colon and those yeah, boys. Because there was the inevitable, do you guys play pranks on the set? Question. Mm-hmm. Which got Always a lot comes. of groans from people that were like, you're wasting a question on that. But it did lead to a pretty hilarious riff where they were like, well, Yvonne's not here, so we're just going to tell you. Adam. Adam says. Oh, no. Yvonne likes, you know, flatulence. That's Yvonne's <laughs> prank. And from there, at some point, Zach was talking about the book Everyone Poops. Oh, no. And then something about, yeah, anyway, it just goes. It got worse. Yeah, it just <laughs> went from there. Um Josh said that his biggest prank was pretending not to know his lines. Mm-hmm. And, you know, everybody loved that one. And Adam's like, yeah, that's hilarious. <laughs> so uh, they were having a good time up there. Mm-hmm. Um, trying to think what other interesting things. Oh, Zach did mention that um, somebody asked him, I think the first question from the fans was, how can we ensure that we get a fourth season? And Zach said, you know, the most important thing to do is make sure you watch Chuck live. And then he talked a little bit about, um, you know, how ad- how it's all about the television advertisers and that while DVRing is great and he does it too, yeah, that's not really going to help the show. Um, and then he talked about, you know, watching it online. It may be more convenient, but make sure your first viewing of this ch- of the show is live mm-hmm. on Monday nights on NBC. So... Um, he, he, you know, he just really reiterated that point. Um, there was, um, some acknowledgement from, um, Josh Schwartz and Chris Fedak about how upset the fans were after versus the mask. I still don't think they quite got what it was that had the fans so upset, but mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's over now. So it didn't seem right to harp on it. Yeah. Um, there was, um, some talk about Morgan, the progression of the character. And somehow this led to some Adam Baldwin, Josh Gomez cuddling. And then the, the, the new ship is going to be more Gacy. <laughs> or, or, depending on who is saying it. Uh-huh. And, and uh, yeah, they, uh, Fedak then said, you know, they, they had kind of been pushing for love interests and it looks like we just worked that out. So, um, <laughs> That was pretty good. They don't quite have the chemistry of Chuck and Sarah. 
Not quite, no, but not quite. yeah, I mean, it could it could grow. Mm-hmm. Um, and a new set of shippers were born. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, somebody asked uh, about guest stars, and Zach clarified that despite that geek-tastic photo, Nathan Villian is not a guest star on Chuck yet. Darn. Mm-hmm. Darn. You know, um, you know, they do film on the same lot, and Adam Baldwin does have a history with Nathan. So you never know. It could happen. Keep those mm-hmm. fingers crossed. Um, oh, and then they talked about finding out that Christopher Lloyd was going to be on the show. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Zach apparently went over and was banging on Josh Gomez's door to tell him, and Josh was flipping out, and they were both just you know, flipping out. And, and Zach says that, you know, he may or may not call him Doc mm-hmm. in that episode. So, <laughs> yeah. I think um, Chris Fedak was... actually gives confirmation about that in his interview with Mo Ryan. Yes. Yes, he did. Mm-hmm. Um, Let's see. Oh, then they were also talking about Julia Ling being back, which brought a lot of cheers, mm-hmm. to which Josh Gomez said, was, was quite hurt. And said, "What? Oh, no. he, she broke my heart, you guys." Uh-huh. <laughs> so, um, always on that guy. Yeah. And oh, somebody did ask Adam if we would be seeing his ex-fiance and his daughter again, and he tried to be very circumspect and say, you know, when when significant characters are introduced, there's there has to be a re- resolution of some kind, um, <laughs> you know, and and, and then he. Because he's, you know, he's kind of given looking at Schwartz and Fedak to, you know, trying to obey the rules. And then because he's Adam, uh-huh. he finishes up with, plus we already shot that. So. Uh-huh. <laughs> 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 he got it in there, which. <laughs> I, so we don't know exactly what that is, but. Yeah. Well, because, of course, they've shot everything up to the end of the season now. So. Right. They they filmed the season finale. So mm-hmm. um, apparently we have not seen the last of Casey's past well and you know um i don't think we would really call this a a spoiler it's just a general thing but uh chris Fedak mentions that the rest of the season focuses a lot on family and specifically family bartowski Mm -hmm. but we know that they often have layers where they use contrasting relationships Right, parallels and... Mm-hmm. And so it would be very interesting to see as Chuck is dealing with family Bartowski, if Casey might be dealing with family Casey. Well, it would only make sense mm-hmm. if they're living in Los Angeles. I mean, how long is Casey going to be able to stay away once he knows this? Mm-hmm. And then he has a daughter. It's, it's got to come into play. It just got to. Yeah. So that was, that was the end of that panel. But a lot of, you know, as we were filing out, I was hearing a lot of, Oh, that was so awesome. That that episode was all awesome. And um, they did ask us not to spoil anything in, in specifically mm-hmm. since we had seen it the day before. And I was really pleased to see that most people um, stuck to that. They just, yeah. you know, spread the word that it was an awesome episode. But yeah. there were some, obviously, some major plot points mm-hmm. that could have been spoiled. And I think it was pretty, pretty spoiler free out on the yeah. internet. So not for me. <laughs> Why? Well, I was stupid enough to open up Twitter during the show. <laughs> oh. oh no, no! I mean, I even shut my email down now because some yeah. sometimes, of course, I'm Canadian, so so my 
live viewing doesn't necessarily count, but often I have to work late and uh, and I come and catch the episode on the DVR. And so um, there's been a couple of times now in the last couple of weeks that I've had some pretty major spoilers come in. I, I, like at, at first, I, I only checked the the Twitter at replies, like the, the ones that were coming to me, because um, mm-hmm. I thought those would be safe. And I, I thought, well, maybe there's an important message that's going to come and spoiler. And then, yeah. and then okay, I'm going to close the Twitter. I'm just going to have my email open. And one came in on the email. So mm-hmm. <laughs> I got to close them down wait, now. Gray. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, they were referring to um, not spoiling it before it aired. Mm-hmm. Right, right. I, I, yeah. I know what you were talking about, but I was pretty upset last night. <laughs> it, it was the, it was someone who was watching it from the, who had already seen it. It was on the East Coast. I was, it was in the last 15, 20 minutes of the show. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, it was difficult. I know there were a few people, um, Kay Lindsay and Snickers, they were there. They're, they're uh, frequent Chuck TV posters. Mm-hmm. And they were having a very hard time <laughs> not saying anything, yeah. trying to respect that. Um, so, But they yeah. did it. Good job, guys. Good job. <laughs> yep. Thumbs up. Let's uh, introduce our panelists here. First off, we've got co-creator, executive producer of Chuck, Mr. Josh Schwartz. Next up, fellow co-creator, executive producer, Chris Fiedak. He plays Charles Bukowski, Zachary Change from what you originally conceived it as. After we had written it. 
Um, yeah, we essentially, um, uh, we designed the whole season to get to this point with Chuck and Sarah in that room in Paris. And, um, uh, and then uh, when we got the order for, for six more, we, you know, you, you essentially, you have to either take those six episodes and pad everything out, and I think the shippers would have killed me. <laughs> yeah, not me, you. Or, yeah, me. Or, um, uh, or, the, uh, or we told them a war story, and that's kind of what we decided to do. It actually works out great for fans, because you get what was designed to be a season finale in the middle of the season, and then it's on us to ramp it back up again, so you get like twice as much excitement. <laughs> Can you tease at all where we're going to go from here and where the next six episodes are going to take us? No, we cannot. <laughs> we just showed you tomorrow night's episode. That's more, more and You all have to keep it a secret for one minute. Yeah. Uh, I have to ask uh, Mr. Gomez over there, this has been a fun season for you. this episode originally a day ago I was going to just ask you hey is it cool to be in on the secret but now at the end of this episode you're part of the team now <laughs> and he's the real you're welcome <laughs> uh, yeah no it's been it was, it's been amazing I've had so much fun this season you know, just start from you know, season ones and you know eating garbage out of a crisper you know out of a refrigerator to now being team Bartasi it's awesome Great. So we'll, uh, we'll Morgan eventually get some fight scenes, we'll get some combat training. <laughs> we'll see Casey attempt to get yes. Morgan in the order of combat. There may be an, an attempted training montage. That's, that's uh -huh. They actually make for a really great spot team, the Casey Morgan combo. That's a, yeah, it, it's the, uh, the, the Morgan Simpsons. The Morgan Simpsons. It's a Corgan. Thank you very much. The Corgan. Adam, uh, yeah, how do you think? I mean, Casey, he did a good thing there. He did a solid for Morgan getting him on the team, but uh, is he going to be very happy having to deal with him day to day now, you think? As long as he lives up to expectations, sure. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's in the cards, though. There will be some fumbling. How high are the expectations to begin with, really? <laughs> <laughs> are, you are you shippers out there? <laughs> We're gonna get love interests, and so maybe we've got something going here. They've uh, they've made their case today. <laughs> um, before we go to audience questions, I just wanted to ask about Shaw. Obviously, a uh, interesting character for the audience yeah. this season. When you introduced him, did you already know right from the get-go that this is sort of where it was all gonna lead for him? Yeah, that that arc was uh, was designed. That was part of the the pitch of the character when we first when we first met with Brandon, and uh, we warned him that any man who tries to come between Chuck and Sarah will face some mighty blogger wrath. Yeah. <laughs> I, I gotta ask you about that because you know, yeah, the episode uh, Chuck versus the Mask airs, and uh, you've got a very loyal, great fan base here. But you know, some people weren't quite so happy after that episode. Is that an interesting thing for you guys to sort of see that's out there on the internet? Yeah, I mean, the most amazing thing, I think, is watching the show with an audience, which you don't get to do like we did today, which you don't get to do very often. Second to that is reading the talkbacks in the Seppenwall blog of the, uh, <laughs> of the episode, or, or your blog, or what have you. And, uh, and seeing that reaction, I mean, we knew we were, we were pushing the story in, in a direction that might be uncomfortable for, for, some, for some fans, but we, we asked you to be patient, and we hope that uh, what you witnessed tonight was worth 
the wait. questions here. Uh, please, uh, I'll repeat someone from yesterday who said, can you make it a question at the end? Uh, we definitely know we all love them, but no marriage proposals, please, today. Thanks, guys. Well, well. Do we have, <laughs> okay. Do we have the first audience question? Yes, the first question is, we're all huge fans of the show, so what I'd like to know is what we can do to help make sure that it comes back. Subway. Do they have to buy two footlongs this year? Oh, I, well, how? Why? You're the veterans. You would know better than us. Yes. You're doing uh, I mean, I, I don't. I don't know. I. I don't know what to say. It, 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 I'll, I'll say this. I'll say this. Um, and I think that Josh. You know, anyone who follows Josh or myself or Adam on Twitter, any Twitter tweeters. Do it. Um, so, uh, you have pom-poms, that's insane. So, I'll, I'll say this, and it's been said on Twitter, and it's been said on many blogs and whatnot. Um, the most effective television watching is live television watching. And, uh, and, and to add to that, watching it any other way than live is, I hate to say it, but it's, it's almost not effective. Uh, advertisers need to know that their advertising dollars mean something. And, uh, you know, if you zip through commercials on DVR, which is beautiful for us, but the DVR, uh, I, you know, I do it too. Uh, if you watch it on Hulu even, and you only have one commercial break in each one of those commercials, or one commercial in each one of those breaks. Um, none of that means anything really at the end of the day to advertisers. It's unfortunate, but that's just kind of how it is. So if you want to support the show in a way that really resonates with the people advertising the show, then watch it live and tell other people to watch it live. Uh, Specifically, friends with Nielsen boxes, I guess. I Someone here must be able to hack into Nielsen. Right? Surely. Yeah. That's correct. We're nerds. Hack Nielsen. That should be the new campaign. Hack Nielsen. <laughs> Save Chuck, hack Nielsen. Hack Nielsen. <laughs> Great slogan. 76%. <laughs> uh, before we go to the next and without giving away spoilers of what you saw tonight, if you guys could put out there in the universe that tomorrow night is a can't miss episode of the show, if you're a fan of the show. Have they given you any indication as to a pickup or not? I don't even. But thank you for asking, Eric. No, 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 that's fine. That's what you're Next audience question, please. Yes, hi, my name is Hack Nielsen. Um, <laughs> uh, my question is for Zachary, actually. Um, you started off in season one being very much just an uneasy character, completely ill at ease, just in your own body. And over the course of the three seasons, it's been a very gradual change to just to complete badass now at this point in this season. So um, how do you play that type of gradual shift over time? Because it's, it, it's almost imperceptible, but here it is. How do you play that? Uh, uh, well, well, thank you. Uh, if it's been imperceptible, I think that's good. I mean, I, you know, hopefully it's not just it's like just a sudden, like, whoa, what the heck happened? Uh, well, no, it I, makes sense. It, it makes sense completely within the character, just that um, it's not like, oh, okay, he changed in this episode, and then this episode, and this episode. Yeah, yeah. Well, a lot of that has to do with uh, with Chris and Josh and our other writers. You know, it's it's certain moments that you find throughout the episodes, and you kind of choose: is this going to be a, a heroic moment? You know, is this going to be a moment where Chuck kind of stands on his own two feet and and uh, and doesn't back down, doesn't doesn't go run away like a little girl? Um, and uh, and and you know, and there's also been major story points. The uh, Intersect 2.0. I mean, that certainly changed the whole game, at least for you know this season. Um, 
I don't know. I mean, when I read the pilot, I always hoped that Chuck would eventually get better at this job. That he would, you know, start as this, you know, very, yeah, you know, very um, ill at ease. You know, he, this is a world he knows nothing about. Um, and that was much more argumentating life at that point, I think, because that's, that's who I am. Anyway, the point is, so then he, you know, but he goes on more missions and he gets, he gets a little bit better and a little bit better. And then he gets the Intersect 2.0, so he doesn't always need Sarah or Casey to save him. Um, and sometimes he's doing the saving, you know? And, uh, and, and that's all excellent and fun and it's been an incredible adventure to do that. And, but I think what's, what's really fun about it is that then you have Captain Awesome kind of becoming the Chuck of the situation in, in those few episodes where he's on missions with us, you know? Uh, and now we have, or maybe we don't have Morgan. <laughs> we'll have to see. I literally would love to tell you guys everything, and at the same time, really don't ask because it, I because to me, if I'm a fan of a show, like I don't want to, I don't want anything spoiled, you know. I don't want to spoil anything, so I'm not going to spoil anything. You're just going to have to watch. Thank you. Hi, I'd like to say thank you very much for all of the hours of entertainment, and I was first turned on to Chuck by my 82-year-old dad. So yeah. wait, dad. Was he, he liked Yvonne, didn't he? Was that what that was? He liked Yvonne. He's like, oh, honey, that blonde from Australia. Does he talk like that? No, not quite. No, he's a little bit more happy. He's a happy two year old. But my question is um, if you will have any high profile uh, guest stars? Nathan uh, other than the what? Nathan Fillion. I wish that that picture where I'm grasping his bicep. Fairness uh, <laughs> in his talk. I wish that that picture was a, a spoiler for Nathan on the show. Nathan's not on the show. Aww. Sorry. Yet. Yes. He's busy. He's busy. He's got his own. He's got his own show. That I won't talk about. Uh, we love Nathan Fillion. I, he's one of the coolest guys in the world. And obviously he and Adam worked together for, for some time, and you all love him, so I, I, don't, I don't need to give Nathan any more love. Well, obviously you love him. Uh, I, other than the people who have been on the show so far? Yes. Well, Scotty Bakula's back. Yeah. In, in a really big and awesome uh, way. So, you know, look for that. And, and some and, and others. <laughs> well, I can't think of it at the moment. Um, but you know, every, who, oh, Chris, Christopher Lloyd. Yeah. And I may or may not call him Doc in the episode. It gave me so much pleasure. Dude, it was Lloyd and ridiculous. I wet myself. Yeah. <laughs> Myself. He, I, when I found, I was, I was working, and we were, I don't even remember what episode we were in. He the plays episode. a shrink in the episode. He plays a shrink. Chuck's and he plays my therapist. And he, <laughs> and somebody says, yeah, so, you know, like, almost said it in passing, because maybe they assumed that I knew. And they're like, yeah, so Christopher Lloyd's going to be working tomorrow. I'm like, boo Becky Christopher Lloyd? Like, Doc Brown? Comes over to my trailer. Nicest guy in the world, and like, you know, I don't know. It was crazy. So, yeah, look for that. It's awesome. <laughs> we, 
we need to do awesome things. I was uh, asked by IGN writer Jonah Krakow to ask you guys if there'll be more 80s references based on what we just saw with Pretty in Pink and calling Christopher Lloyd Doc. Suffice to say yes. We know no other way. <laughs> First of all, I want to say, fantastic episode, awesome season, uh, you know, uh, it was the paid off. Um, and I want to ask, uh, with the, um, you know, the budget on this season and kind of the revolving cast, uh, this is really for Zach and Adam, how was it kind of dealing with, you know, uh, Morgan's in one episode, Ellie's in another episode, um, and also I want to know what's all your favorite Subway sandwiches? <laughs> the tuna roni. The tuna roni. The, tu the tuna roni. Has anyone had a tuna roni, by the way? Yeah. You actually had, that was a real tuna roni that you took by the I actually like Subway's tuna roni. It's, it's not Subway's tuna roni, it's Jeff's tuna roni. It's Jeff's tuna roni. I think Subway would like to make sure that's... It, it's a surprisingly delicious tuna roni. Oh, Subway's across the street? Sweet. <laughs> Um, Last time someone said that to Zach, he took them all to Subway and left it. Was anybody there? Anybody here that was there? Awesome. <laughs> but to answer your question, what was your question again? Uh, no, the point, the, like, what's it like? It's a bummer. Honestly, it's kind of a bummer. It's a bummer not having Josh Gomez in every episode. It's a bummer not having Ryan or uh, Sarah in every episode. Um, it's, uh, it's, it's an unfortunate thing that happens. Uh, in television and film, uh, maybe, maybe more specifically television, just has, has how it changes. You know, a film, you kind of know what you're working with when you go into it. Uh, and, you know, as you go season to season with a show, things happen and budgets are changed. And uh, so that's certainly not, um, I don't think anybody's super stoked about it. I think we'd all love to be working together every episode, but it is what it is. And I think that these guys have done the best that they can in order to, you know, uh, sometimes Morgan has to go to the, the Leadership seminars. <laughs> yeah, leadership seminars in El Segundo. Um, <laughs> like you do. Hey, it could be worse. You could be going to Hawaii. Yeah. Yeah. He did do that. <laughs> he did. He just came back. Yeah, he, he came back. But, uh, Hawaii, Hawaii. Yeah, Harry Tang's still over there. <laughs> but by the way, uh, uh, Julia Ling is coming back. Uh, <laughs> More heart crushing. <laughs> she did do that. She did do that in one episode, yes. Uh, uh, and then favorites, uh, uh, I don't know, uh, turkey breast? Put a long turkey breast on whole wheat with everything? No, just don't eat Veggie light. Yeah, veggie light, what? Oh, veggie delight. And, uh, uh, no, we need two to run. Two to run. Thank you. On whole wheat. It's <laughs> much healthier that way. <laughs> I love each show, all the episodes are great. But this question is for you, Adam. Uh -oh. Now that you, as your character is JC, now that you found out that you have a daughter and left behind your wife, are you planning to go back to them or not? Planning to go back to them? Yes. Mm. <laughs> I'm not sure. Fred, careful. I'm not sure. Remember what we said about spoilers, Dad? <laughs> well, I, th I think I can speak in general terms that when you introduce a character, uh, that, that brings an audience in and wants more of that character. The character tends to have a resolution. Uh, I don't know what that might be. I mean, I do. I, we shot it already, but... <laughs> we haven't forgotten that he has that super huge thing. So. <laughs> 
Thank you. Hey guys, uh, first of all, great episode. Um, and I just wanted to know, I'm a little bit curious about like how things work behind the scenes. So I wanted to know if you had any like, if you guys like play, played pranks on each other behind the scenes, or if you have any stories to share. I, I play a prank where I pretend not to know my lines. <laughs> <laughs> they, they love it, you know. Yeah. Like, all right, you got me again. <laughs> I, ne I never do that. <laughs> uh, Yvonne's is flatulence, I think. <laughs> oh, flatulence. She's not here to defend herself. No, no, no. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is the perfect opportunity. Uh, uh, like, what's that Laker game? Yvonne's in a Laker game. She says she's sorry she couldn't be here, but she sends her love. She did. She says that. I got a text message. She, I'm sure you guys got the same text message. Uh, so she loves you guys. She wishes she could be here. She, uh, she, had, she had other engagements. Uh, she she likes to rip one every once in a while. She knows. Ask her why, by the way. I'm not just throwing that on her. I like to rip one every once in a while. Or do you? Who doesn't? The gas we pass. You ever read that book? Yeah. Everyone poops. You ever read that one? The holes in your nose. Like two pump camel has a two pump poop. <laughs> just kidding. I love that book. It's good reading. Um, we're not we're not super prank heavy. I wish we were. That, that would make for great anecdotes. Uh, I crapped in his toilet once when he didn't know. Yeah. And, right then on, Vaughn, and, then there. and then Yvonne ratted me as you ratted you out. You was... think that's funny? Yvonne's going to see the footage of this and go, Guys, what did you say all that? <laughs> You weren't here. I don't know. You're finding more out about your toilet habits than I ever thought possible. Absolutely. Absolutely. Nothing like a good steamer in the morning. I don't know. <laughs> What's next? Is everyone on their knees behind you? It's like a, it's, it's like the love train. Everybody's just kind of chicka 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 like onto the mic. That's hysterical. Bowing down before the chuck people. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. How can we top that? That last, that last riff. I don't know how we're gonna top that. Oh, we can, we can top it. We can top it. Do it. Many more questions. Come on. First off, best episode ever. Zach, you just killed Superman. That was awesome. <laughs> Strangled me out until I was dead, right? 
Hope Springs Eternal. <laughs> There'll be a conflict though in season four. Next question, please. Hey, Zach, my name's Jairus Maragopoulos. I was wondering if you ever get back down to Ohio. Jairus, how are you, buddy? <laughs> oh my god, I haven't seen you since you were like 11. Marvin's room, right? Marvin's room, buddy. Yeah. We did, we did community theater together in, in yeah. Ohio, California. So, This is an amazing role. I really like what you're doing with it. I love the show. Thank you so much, sir. So good to see you, man. Good to see you. And give my your family my love, okay? All right. What's your song? Happy Easter. What's your song? Happy Easter, everybody. A lot of, a lot of devout Catholics out there right now? I don't think so. Just the cheerleaders. Just the cheerleaders, yeah. You look very Catholic, man. Mams. Mams. Resurrect. Plural. Somebody tweeted, Happy zom uh, Zombie Jesus Day. <laughs> that was pretty hysterical. Uh, who's next? <laughs> Moving right along. Another question. Happy Passover as well. And, and Passover. And Passover. Yes. I had a Seder dinner. Anyone else? All right. Me and Gomez. I'm Yoko Nan, and I'd like to uh, I tell you that my kids as well as myself, I have a four-year-old and seven-year-old, we all love the show. My son says, it, it didn't have that much violence. And I, <laughs> he, he kind of says some shows are too bad for him. But anyway, I want to say that I love the rapport between so many of you. But it's so obvious here and on, on camera. Did you and Josh, I, I'm sure some of these people already know this, but did you know each other before the show started, Josh and Zach, or did you just become great friends on the show? I'm just curious. G uh, had us all sit down for like a little lunch, like get to know each other lunch, which is actually a very good idea. You know, with television uh, shooting a pilot, you know, you gotta like you gotta pretend to be best friends with somebody who you don't know from Adam. the wheels, as it were, and, you know, he's one of the greatest things I've ever, ever met. What's, what's that? <laughs> COD. COD. Ah. Uh, Fable 3. Anyone excited for Fable 3? Yeah. Less than I thought. That's kind of interesting. Alright, whatever. Uh, yeah, working for IGN, I have to ask, did Sarah cut all of their controller's cords to free Morgan? Is it enough to replace all of them? <laughs> Oh, what's the, oh, that was a couple hundred dollars worth of damage. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I'm like, what is this? I uh, leave me in the back. I don't know where. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next question, please. Hey, Zach. So, um, there have been a couple, you know, clips like from some shows you've been in on YouTube, and like of you singing. And I was wondering if maybe in future episodes you would sing a little bit? <laughs> 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 I'm 
you couldn't see, he goes, if you would, you know, sleep. As if there's gotta be some kind of dance for you. That looks like the signal from Team America. <laughs> Before I, as much, I, I love singing. I grew up doing a lot of musical theater and stuff like that. Uh, I, uh, Oklahoma! Uh, I, if that's what we were excited about, I don't know. I love Oklahoma. Anyway, point is, uh, I, I, I don't know. I feel like, and I haven't talked to Josh or Chris about this, I feel like Chuck, the musical episode, it's, it's, if you can imagine with me for a second, here's the shark. <laughs> And here's us just flying over. Like, and then, oh, there's the Fonz as well. And then, there, oh, like, way Uh I don't know. I don't what know if you had, what have you flashed? Oh, I were at Flash. Like, and you were like in Vegas. Shows like Scrubs, Buffy, they the, they they supported that. I think the the, the premises and the way, and where the shows were at that point, like you could get away with it. I don't I don't know if we could do that on the show. Unless you don't really want to step on the toes of Jeffster. Yeah, and Jeffster was already our musical act. And Jeffster, Jeffster. And will will Jeffster. we be seeing Jeffster again before the end of the season? You'll be seeing more of Jeffster than you could ever possibly. <laughs> Uh, I really like the one we just saw tonight. I also really loved uh, Christmas of season two, uh, the Die Hard episode in the Bagmore. I, I gotta say, uh, this year, um, uh, episode nine, which actually, which Zach directed, um, Chuck versus the Beard, which is you know, some of the best direction. We've actually had you know, some fantastic you know, direction, as well as um, just an amazing performance from Josh Gilmets, who's just wonderful. into the spy world, and it's, um, uh, it's been wonderful. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. That's all. Oh. Uh, I agree with you, too, by the way. Yeah. That's a great episode. <laughs> I, I, well, I, yeah, I don't know. I, I, uh, it's tough. I think every one of them is, um, every episode we do has something that, you know, we all kind of come away with and go, wow, that was, I really liked how that happened or how that went down or some kind of really fun moment or revelation in the show. Uh, the Christmas episode was great. I mean, really every episode that I think that, that we can get everybody in the cast together is always kind of a favorite of ours. That's one of the reasons why I also enjoyed Nine, uh, was because everybody got to be in it. Um, I loved being able to direct it. I loved that, you know, um, Morgan gets to find out the secret. Uh, that was all, that was all excellent. I loved episode five of the season on the plane. I, I thought that had a lot of fun. And, you know, Stone Cold Steve Austin, and Hannah, and Hannah. Yeah. There's no, uh, season yeah, 14, the 14 that's coming up, uh, not, not, obviously this was 13, uh, 14, that was a really fun episode to do. Um, I don't know, all this stuff with Scotty, Scotty Bakula, it's great. Yeah. Uh, ditto. 
Who are you, Demi Moore and Ghost?
so that um, that pretty much wrapped it up as far as the Chuck stuff that went on uh, at WonderCon. It was it was a lot of fun. We got some some good stuff. Um, you know, it's just it's always always a good time when the Chuck people are in the house. Mm-hmm. Always a good time. So, yeah. and I got to meet up with I got to meet Kay Lindsay, who I've been uh, enjoying talking of Chuck with on uh, ChuckTV.net. I never did meet up with Snickers, dude. Oh, and yeah. that was a question I was going to ask. Uh, since we've been doing these video podcasts, I'm assuming that more people would recognize you. Did Did anybody just spontaneously uh, yeah. recognize you? <laughs> I did. I had a couple of people recognize me, and I'm I'm not great with remembering names and faces. Mm-hmm. Um, so they came up and said, "Hey, Mel," and I'm I'm like, "Hey," and I'm trying to think, uh, where do I know this person from? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and and then they said, "You know, we just love the podcast," and so whew, I hadn't met him before. <laughs> It was just thanks, Gray. The video, uh, yeah. So it was a little surreal, but it you know it kind of makes for an instant community, Chuck community, when when that sort of thing happens. So mm-hmm. that cool. was neat. And then um, I actually had several of the reporters in the press room tell me that they they really enjoy the site and uh, they stop by every day or two and wow to get their Chuck fix. Yeah. So and you know they watch the podcast and somebody said, hey, are you the one that writes the Friday Fives and um, Very cool. So I guess there's more people out there looking than we thought. Mm-hmm. Pay attention. So. Groovy. Fun stuff. Fun stuff. San Francisco. I didn't get to see a whole lot of it, but what I did see was um, interesting. <laughs> it was <laughs> um, Angie and her sister, Angie from the Sarah Walker Fangirls, and her sister and I went out on Saturday evening to get some supper and just kind of walk around, and we found ourselves in a uh, a part of town that wasn't that far away from our hotels, but it had us a little nervous because it was after dark. And so we headed back quickly, but, um, (laughs) I really did not have a a lot of time to explore the city, which is, I am going to have to go back when I've got more time. Mm -hmm. Because what I did see, um, you know, I was in the downtown area and it was very pretty. Mm -hmm. I really liked the old buildings and stuff. And, oh, and the earthquake hit. Oh, neat. But oh, we were too far north. Mm-hmm. I didn't hear, you know, I didn't feel anything. I didn't know. We were in the press room, and Twitter started lighting up about an earthquake, and uh-huh. we, we didn't feel a thing. Was yeah, my wife was my wife was ribbing me about that because uh, we want to eventually move to LA, and she just hates the thought of earthquakes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, we're in Tornado Watch here, so mm-hmm. yeah, that's <laughs> lovely. You know, it, we're in the Chicago area, and we had our own little shake-up here a few weeks back. We just have snow. <laughs> oh, those Canadians. They just yeah. don't want to rock the boat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah, I I really hope Chuck gets renewed, because I, I know I won't get to go to um, uh, Comic-Con this year, and I have to get to one sometime. So I'm hoping yes. maybe WonderCon next year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or possibly uh, New York Comic Con hmm? in October. Yeah, could be. Maybe, maybe. So. Well, so, so is I, that all you have, or I think so. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I hope you enjoyed that. Those uh, those videos, and uh, kind of going behind the scenes on uh, at WonderCon. And we want to thank our sponsors, Movie Morons Podcast, which is a great podcast talking about film. And uh, actually, they have some really cool interviews. They they uh, have interviewed um, some neat 
people who worked on um, some classic films. And uh, so I urge you to check that out. There's some, there's some really, really interesting stuff on that podcast. And also uh, our other sponsor, SyrianJunkies.de, uh, an amazing German fan site for television. Um, I guess not, not just a fan site, but anybody who's interested in watching television who happens to speak German, that's the place you want to go. It's the, the biggest German TV website. And also, actually, I, I do want to mention, if you're interested in sponsoring the podcast, we'd be happy to um, talk to you about getting your ad here. Um, you can get mentions on the podcast. You can get little ads on the website. And we'd be happy to promote your service right here. That's right. Absolutely. So we're going to wrap things up. And that is all we have. We don't have any spoilers this week. And uh, we do want to remind you that we will be taking a break for at least the next couple of weeks. You'll probably see us back uh, when Chuck resumes April 26th, Monday night at 8 p.m. Make sure you're watching. Uh, make sure all your friends, coworkers, family, and even your dog are watching live at 8 p.m. on Monday, April 26th. And we'll see you probably that Friday of that week uh, will we'll be when we'll be coming back and... Uh, so we could have an exciting interview for you at that time. Uh, it's a few weeks away, so we're not sure what we'll be able to line up before then. But uh, until then, we want to wish you a great Chuck hiatus. That's right. And don't forget to stop by ChuckTV.net and uh, participate in Chuck Declassified to introduce uh, new viewers to the show. That's right. And if you have any questions or comments, of course, feel free to share them with us. You can email us at mail at chuckpodcast.com. Mm -hmm. And last but not least, remember that April 15th is the time that the old podcast feed at iTunes will be discontinued. The one that says enhanced AAC in brackets will no longer be active after April 15th. So make sure to unsubscribe from that one and subscribe to our new feed. You can get all the information about that at chuckpodcast.com. And you can also get that um, by, at, in the iTunes store by searching for Chuck versus the podcast and um, looking for the version that doesn't have brackets. But that's all we have. And have a great time promoting Chuck with your family and friends. See you soon. Ciao. Bye, Chucksters. Go to ChuckTV.net because it's about Chuck and it's on TV. But most, but, but on the net. But mostly to save Chuck. Chuck.